Where are you going to go for the best in college radio? The University of Central Missouri, of course. Tune in to the UCM radio station, The Beat. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Sports Page right here on UCM The Beat. I'm your host, Karen Benedict, and today we'll be visiting with Mule's head basketball coach, Doug Carlskin and Gavin Pinkley. It's time now for Sports Page. It is Doug Carlskent's ninth season here as the UCM head basketball coach. He has led the Mules to win 20 or more games three times in seven years. He led his team to 25 wins in 2014-2015, which is the most a first-year head coach has done in the UCM basketball program history. Coaches also led the Mules to an MIAA championship game and also four MIAA tournament appearances prior to coming to UCM. He spent five seasons at Great American Conference member Arkansas Tech and four of those seasons as head coach of the Wonder Boys. Welcome, Coach. It is great to have you today. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks for inviting us over and uh, glad to talk Mules basketball. Excited to chat with you. So, was becoming a basketball coach always a goal of yours? Yeah, you know, uh, just a, a small town Kansas kid growing up. Always loved sports. Um, it was always just part of who I was, just uh, being involved in sports and always wanted to stay involved in sports and uh, was lucky. Um, I was even playing college basketball, so I hadn't even graduated yet and, and had a job offer um, on the table as soon as I did graduate. And so um, was able just to jump right into it. Um, and this is this is my 20th year in college coaching, uh, which I – I proudly say, and uh, you know it doesn't seem like that long, but uh, it's it's been a it's been a fun ride for sure. No, that's awesome. So, being from a small town in Kansas, is that what kind of brought you to UCM or kept you in smaller colleges? Um, you know, no, not necessarily. It's 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 home to us, uh, just with where my wife's family lives and and uh, where my family is. I mean, it's it's within a two hour radius and. Uh, it's good that uh, my parents and, and her parents, a lot of family members get to come to our games, uh, get to come to my kids' games. And so uh, this is home to us. We we love it here. Um, you know, and, and when the opportunity presented itself, it was it was a no-brainer. That's awesome. So you have been very successful as a head coach for the Mules, but one success that I could not get over was your tour of Brazil. Coach um, was selected to the United States Division II men's basketball team. Can you tell us about that experience? Yeah, that was it was unbelievable. It really was. Um, got the opportunity. It was 2016, and we were in uh, in Rio, basically two or three months before the Olympics were there, and so we got to see. Um, we, we stayed literally a few blocks away from where they had the sand volleyball, and just got to see all the venues that were happening um, there. And you know, uh, a couple months away from the Olympics, and. It's just a great opportunity to coach some really good players. One of our players actually is in the NBA right now. He started. Uh, Yeah, Max Struess is uh, um, he's starting for the Miami Heat right now. So got a chance uh, to coach him and still remain friends with him and and other guys that were uh, really good players. Uh, Got to coach two of our guys. We we took uh, Spencer Reeves, who's still now playing professionally overseas, and uh, along with Jacob Lowrance and. uh, I uh, got to experience it with them. Uh, my assistant, um, 
a good friend of mine and, and got to just meet some really cool people and just great experience. We got to eat steak and, and, uh, <laughs> basically every night. And, uh, that was all also a plus and just, uh, stayed on the beach. Copacabana beach was, uh, another just, you know, uh, one of the most well-known beaches in the world. And, uh, yeah, it, it was, uh, quite an experience. We finished three and one. Um, and, and this tells you what type of small world it is. The team that we lost to was coached by a former player of mine that I didn't realize until the night before. And so we walk in and, and, uh, Dusan was coaching. Um, I can't even say the name of the team, but, uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, out of all the games that we lost, I had to lose to my former player out there. So, but it was a great experience. Coached some really good players, neat guys, made some lifelong friendships. Smart world. I'm sure that's nothing you thought you'd ever experience as a coach. No, no. And, you know, the surreal moment was before the game when we're in Brazil and they're playing the, the national anthem when it really hits home. Like, man, I'm, I'm coaching the USA team. Right. And, uh, it was special. It, re- it really was. No, that's awesome. Now, as we look at our present team, um, how has the preseason been going for you guys? How are you preparing your athletes? Oh, you know, the the guys have been great. We have asked a lot out of them, just out of their time, their effort, uh, enthusiasm on an everyday basis, and they have answered the bell. This is one of probably our closest teams as far as togetherness that uh, I've been around since I've been here at UCM. Um, I think they really genuinely like each other. Uh, we'll see if they still do when the minutes get handed out and there's some wins and losses. So uh, that's always the, the the point of where you really test relationships. Um, but I think our knit is really, really strong right now. And uh, a lot of it just goes to our returners that are hungry. Um, we've had some couple down years um, the last couple years, and so we're excited to get back on the floor. Uh, we've got some returners. we got nine returners this year, so uh, they've been through it with me. They know me. I know them, um, and it's just we're, we're ready to get back on the floor. We really are, and, and mesh with some new talented guys. It's awesome to hear you say that because when I was talking to Gavin, that was exactly what he said, how close everybody is and how you're just ready to get the season started. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I think they're sick of playing against each other. <laughs> um, I think we're ready to, to see some other other jerseys, other people, and um, and that's what they came here for, to play games and, and uh, see where we stack up against, you know, not only in the best league in Division II, MIAA, but the best region. Um and that's just not me saying that. You can look at the numbers and like it's it's really good. You know, it's 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 tough. So uh, against it, you know, some of the best competition there is in the country at this level. So with all that being said, what are some of your goals this season? You know, just getting in the fight uh, of an MIAA championship. There's been a lot of turnover in the league um, with with a lot of the top teams from last year losing top players, key players, um, and so. You know, it's it's. I think it's going to be an unpredictable league, honestly, this year. I I think we could see some surprises um, because there's just so so much turnover. But at the same time, those those top teams have recruited good players, like we feel like we have. And so, every night is just a uh, it's a battle in this league. There's no gimmies, and uh, so just to be in the fight, you know, come down, have meaningful games in February. Uh, where that's really, really fun is, is playing for those conference titles last game of the year, like what we have been doing um, several years ago and playing and for, for the right to cut down the nets in Kansas City. Um, 
So need to get back to that point. That's the goal. Yes. So you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but how are your veterans um, going to help and guide these newer athletes? They've done a great job. You know, you just talked to Gav, but Garrett Lewinstra, Trey Sides, and they kind of do it in a different type of way. You know, Gavin is is more of a, a father figure. Gavin's been around here since 1985, it seems like. Um, <laughs> but uh, Trey Sides does it in a way where he is Mr. Consistency on the floor, um, you know, does pretty much the right things uh, that we ask in, in – uh, just by just being in position and everything doesn't say a whole lot, which I'm always on. Like, hey, we got to have you be more vocal. Uh, Garrett Lewinstra, who learned a lot just by setting out last year uh, and, and watching. Um, and, and you can learn a lot that way, just not being on the floor and watching. So um, Mark Mayo is a guy that uh, played a lot of college basketball. We, we, we're, we got some new guys, but they've played a lot of college basketball. So yes. we're kind of experienced. So. Um, so it's, it's been a good mix, but, but, um, um, you know, just kind of th those guys kind of just fill those guys in how we, how we want to see things, how we expect things, just the standard of mules basketball. Yes. So what are some of your defense and offensive strategies? Uh, defensively, we want to disrupt people, just play pressure defense. You know, that's kind of been our staple since I've been here. Uh, just what I believe in taking teams out of what they want to do. Um, we've had some defensive teams in the past that are ranked top in the conference, top in division two, uh, need to get back to there. We weren't very good last year to our standards, uh, offensively moving the basketball. I, I feel like we haven't moved it very well the last couple of years. So, uh, player movement, ball movement to, to keep it pretty simple and simple terms, um, make it, make a defenses move. So. Yes. So what is some of your favorite advice to give your players? Favorite advice? Um, I got a lot of advice, but I don't know how much they listen. Uh, but, you know, the, just to, uh, to get out of their comfort zone, and uh, whether it be on the basketball floor or as a student here at UCM, and there's a lot of neat people on campus that if you don't get out of your comfort zone, then you won't meet them. Uh, but if you do, even if it's 15 minutes a day going in, checking out a building on campus or uh, uh, getting to know somebody on a different team or just, just anything of that, just getting out of your comfort zone. Uh, because uh, I felt like I did when I was in college, and I've, I've met some lifelong friends with, uh, with great connections. And uh, that's what I would say to, to a college kid. Uh, enjoy your time in college. Uh, live it up, be disciplined at the same time, and uh, and just get out of your comfort zone. One of the best parts about UCM is those connections you make and just the atmosphere around campus. So yeah, yeah, and it, it's good. You know, uh, that's what made you know with COVID and seeing this campus so dead, just like every other campus in the country. Now it's back coming to life. You know, just it's good to see students back at things and, and folks around campus. So um, yes. that's what makes this place so special. It does. So you've been coaching for 20 years now? Yeah. What is your favorite thing about coaching? Uh, just just what I just talked about, just the relationships. And um, like, I'm sure Gav and I will be talking 20 years down the road, you know? <laughs> yes. and, and it's fun to see um, guys go on and be successful after after playing. And we... We've had a lot of guys go on and, and uh, you know, I could just go on down the list. And uh, 
guys featured on Yahoo Finance and and uh you know, like I said, Spencer's still playing professional basketball. Uh Cobb is too. So uh Jacor's playing, you know, graduated and got a job overseas. So um, you know, it's just neat just to meet a lot of different folks from a lot of different walks of life and see them succeed and uh and trying to help them push them to get college degrees where some guys um have been told that they'll never get that. And so that's always uh, a notch on the belt when you get a kid walking across that graduation stage that a lot of folks in his life have told him that it will never happen. So that's pretty special. So, um, and then win a lot of games, you know, uh, that's, that, that's another thing. So, but, uh, but just the relationship aspect is huge. No, that's amazing. Thank you so much coach for coming in today, for giving us your time and good luck once your season begins. Sounds good. I appreciate it. That was the men's head basketball coach, Doug Carlskent. When we come back, we'll be visiting with redshirt senior Gavin Pinkley. You're listening to Sports Page on UCM The Beat. We can stop to make sure someone is okay. Get in the way and disrupt the situation. Codify an authority. Or walk them home safely. We can change the language around rape. We can make campuses safer for our teammates, our friends, and our classmates. We cannot be bystanders. Taking action isn't always easy, but it's on on us. us to intervene. Because we can. Learn more and take the pledge at itsonus.org. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Sports Page, only on UCM The Beat. I am here with basketball forward Gavin Pinkley. Gavin Pinkley is a redshirt senior on the team. He grew up in Hillsboro, Missouri, and attended Hillsboro High School. In high school, he scored over 2,000 career points and grabbed more than 1,000 career rebounds. In Gavin's 2018-2019 season, he played in all 28 games and started in four. In 2019-2020, he started 26 games but played in all 28. In 2020-2021, he started in all 21 out of 22 games. And last season, 21-2022, he started in all 27 games. Within the past four seasons, Gavin has been named a student athlete on academic honor roll for his performances in the classroom for all four years. Welcome, Gavin. I'm excited to have you on today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Okay, I want to start off by asking, was playing college basketball always a goal of yours? Um, yeah, I would say growing up, um, obviously just watching March Madness, college basketball um, all over TV is definitely something I wanted to do. And then playing throughout high school, just being able to uh, play at the next level was always a dream. So now what made you pick UCM? Um, a lot of things. I've visited UCM a couple times. My high school played uh, team camp here every summer, so I was pretty familiar with the campus. Um, I got to know Coach K and the coaching staff pretty well. Um, so obviously that was a big thing. And then just the fact that it's a college town, the community is very supportive. Um, it's not too far away from Hillsboro, where I'm originally from. So I can still visit home every once in a while. 
Um, but yeah, overall, I just liked how it was a college town and the community was real supportive. And I thought that'd be a cool atmosphere. So growing up, always wanting to be on a basketball team in college. Is it being a college athlete what you expected? Yeah, it's, uh, it's what I expected and a lot more. Um, the relationships you get to build each and every year with your teammates, coaches, people you meet on campus. Um, the work you put in, I don't think you can describe that. Um, it's endless, but I love it. That's why I came back for my fifth year. I couldn't let it go. So uh, <laughs> it's definitely what I expected it to be and a lot more, and I enjoyed every second of it. So you've had so much success throughout your college career um, so far. So how have you worked um, to become this successful? Uh, I would just say being consistent, you know, coming in as a freshman and learning from all the upperclassmen. And then sophomore year, still learning from the upperclassmen. Uh, junior year, sort of flipping into that upperclassmen role, just still being coachable and learning from my coaches. And then um, just putting in the work every day, you know, finding time every day to come in the gym and just not getting bored with it, I think translates over to the core really well. Have you found a good balance of um, being a student athlete, but also like being a student here in general? Yeah, for sure. Um, you definitely build a, like a little ry rhythm or a schedule, whether it be wake up in the morning, go to the gym, go to classes, come back for practice or vice versa. I go to classes, come in the gym afterwards. Um, I feel like I've definitely found a, a schedule that I like and I've pretty much stuck to the same schedule over the last four years. So what is your favorite thing about being a Mules basketball player? Um, like I said earlier, just being involved in the community. I think being an athlete here at UCM is sort of just different than other universities where the town is so small and so tight-knit. Um, everywhere you go, you're talking to people or seeing people that you know. Um, so just that and then building the relationships with your teammates. This is my fifth year, like I said, so the amount of relationships I've built are endless. Um, and just being able to carry those on past college, I think, is something that I'll really appreciate. So this is going into your final season? It correct? is, yes. So what do you hope to accomplish? Um, a lot of things. Obviously, as a team, you know, we want to win conference, uh, make a push after that. Um, I think that's our biggest goal. And each and every day, we're getting better working towards that goal. Um, but I would say as far as accomplishments, just that goal as a team is probably the biggest uh, priority. So being on the team and having so much experience now, what advice would you give um, to someone wanting to play college basketball? Yeah, um, never stop. Don't give up. Uh, I think I mentioned it earlier just all the time, put it in the gym. That didn't just start when I got to college. You know, it started in junior high, high school, um, just putting in the time in the gym. And uh, there's definitely a place for everyone, um, no matter what level it may be. And just, you know, finding that work ethic and falling in love with it and just continuing to do it every single day. How did you become such a good leader as you are today? Um, I would say my um, freshman and sophomore year, I had good guidance from the upperclassmen that sort of showed me how to be a leader. Um, the things I should be doing as a leader, shouldn't be doing as a leader. Um, and then just learning from the coaches as well, just sort of being an extension of them on the court. Um, so my junior and senior year and then this year as well, just being able to help the underclassmen, whether they're not understanding something that the coaches are saying, is sort of putting it in different terms. Um, but just being a good example on and off the court, I think, is something that um, a trait of a leader that I think I've been doing pretty well these last couple of years. So with all that being said, what is the best advice coaches given you? 
or something that's like stuck with you? I would say the best advice that coach has given me would just be don't let something linger. Um, it, whatever happens, happens. Play through it. Go to the next play. Um, don't let it affect the plays in the future. It's in the past. You can't change it. Um, just keep moving on and keep getting better. So one of my final questions is, what are you most looking forward to this season? I am most looking forward to our first game. I am ready to uh, start the season, um, to get rolling with that, get into conference play, and then most looking forward to March when the conference tournament comes. And, uh, you know, it's crunch time, and, you know, that's when best basketball is played in March, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. Just ready to get started. Yes, yes. Okay, Gavin, um, I didn't tell him about this part. This is the segment of the show where we're going to play rapid fire. Oh, let's um, do it. I'm just going to ask you questions, and then you answer as fast as you can. All right. All right. Your all-time favorite basketball player? LeBron James. Your least favorite conditioning workout? Diamond run. <laughs> your biggest influencer in life? Probably my parents and my grandparents. If you didn't play basketball, what would you do? Uh, golf, but I'm bad at it. <laughs> Your go-to hype song? Anything Chris Brown. If you had three wishes, what would you wish for? Endless money, more wishes, and probably a beach house. That one usually stumps people. They're not ready for it. (laughs) Um, And last question, who would win your coach on a one-on-one basketball matchup? Oh, that's me for sure. He's getting old. You got some height on him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today with me. And good luck when your season begins. Thank you very much. That was redshirt senior Gavin Pinkley. The Mules' first basketball game is November 11th, so make sure you come to support. When we come back, we'll take a look around UCM Athletics. You're listening to Sports Page on UCM The Beat. Hey, everybody. Rachel Ray here. Nothing puts a bigger smile on my face than cooking up a big meal for family and friends. But there's not enough room at my table for the 17 million kids in America who are struggling with hunger. These children, that's one out of every five, often have to skip meals because there's just nothing to eat in the kitchen. Yet there's more than enough healthy, nutritious food produced right here in America to feed every last hungry child. If only there was a way to get it to them. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks collects surplus food to give hope to hungry kids and their families all across our country. But they can't do it without your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America at your local food bank and at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. From court to court and lane to lane under the lights or under the sun. No one delivers Division II sports like NCAA.com. The center of D2 is inside the NCAA.com hub. With exclusive highlights of every sport and live broadcasts of every Division II championship found nowhere else. Make NCAA.com yours. The home of Division II college sports. Time now for a look around UCM Athletics. Ginny Soccer took on the MIAA tournament this past Sunday, winning against Missouri Western 2-0. Madeline Hamline and Molly Recker were the two top scorers for the Ginnies. They advanced to the semifinals Friday, November 4th at 3 p.m. against Fort Hayes State, who is 11-1-7 this season. The game will take place in Warrensburg at the South Recreation Complex. Also, UCM will host number two seed Emporia State versus number three seed Northwest Missouri Friday at noon. 
The MIAA Tournament Championship match will be held Sunday, November 6th at 1 p.m. Jenny's Volleyball took home a 3-1 win against Central Oklahoma and a 3-1 win against the Newman Jets this past weekend, making it a very successful road trip. Unfortunately, Jenny's did lose against Missouri Western this past Tuesday, 1-3. Their next match is Friday against Washburn in Warrensburg, Missouri at the Multipurpose Building starting at 7 p.m. Mules and Jenny's cross-country teams are off until they begin the MIAA championship on November 5th. The Jenny's run in Jefferson, Missouri at 11.30 a.m. and the Mules run in Joplin, Missouri at 11.30 a.m. Mules football shut out the Lincoln Blue Tigers with a 6-1-14 win at home. Quarterback Cedric Case threw for 246 yards with six touchdown passes. Trevor Tweehouse, Mules wide receiver, had 100 receiving yards with a pair of touchdowns. This coming game is senior night and the Mules' last home game of the season, so make sure to come and support. They will be facing Missouri Western. Kickoff is at 1 p.m. That is all for now. Thank you for tuning in to Sports Page with me, Corinne Benedict. Sports Page airs every Thursday and Saturday at 6 p.m. right here on UCM The Beat. You can also catch past shows by going to UCMBeat.com. Until next time, go Mules and Jennies. Did you know that the University of Central Missouri has been leading innovation for nearly 150 years? With more accreditations and more qualified faculty members, our commitment to academic success is unparalleled. And we make sure every student receives the support they need to graduate on time and with less debt. So whatever opportunity you're looking for, make your impact sooner at UCM. With campuses located in Warrensburg, Lee Summit, and online. Find out more about UCM and the power of opportunity in action at ucmo.edu.